0: Welcome to a live and active life, broadcasting encouragement to live your daily life with God's help and inspiration to reach for more of God by faith. Join Brenda Wolf for today's practical insights. The other day, I was pulling weeds in my vegetable garden. Fortunately, I found and uprooted most of the little guys, but there were some weeds that had been growing a bit longer. They were stubborn and tough. I had to get my fingers right down at their entrance into the earth, take a death grip, and pull with my whole body just to get those bigger guys out of my garden. From the roots up, those weeds were supported until my hands came along. That illustration about weeds shows just how strong roots can be. They can support great structures above ground. Remember, roots are under things, under you. Roots stabilize and strengthen what is over them. They are invisible, but they nurture what is visible. Roots are gnarly from experiences and struggles, and they spread over vast territory. And roots support you. The world is full of roots— It's not just plants, it's architecture structures, like buildings, bridges, tunnels. Those structures need a strong foundation from the roots up. People's lives rise from the roots up. A person's mind, emotions, your memories and words, your actions, your very soul, all are supported by what's under you. If your roots aren't healthy, even though they spread broadly beneath your life, they pull unhealthy components into your life. So, I suppose it's a worthy discussion to see what kinds of roots are healthy. Let's talk about root systems. Have you asked yourself recently what kind of root system is under your life? Would you say you have a healthy root system that draws living water from Christ. While exploring what is under our daily lives, an interesting scripture comes to mind. In fact, I think it just might be the starting point for healthy roots. Second Chronicles 7.14 says this, If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face— and turn from their wicked ways then i will hear from heaven and i will forgive their sin and will heal their land this is all about giving you healthy roots the message from 2 chronicles 7:14 has several points to it first of all this is a promise for god's children called by his name not those outside faith in christ How precious that God calls you His very own if you are a Christian, a Jesus follower. Then, after that, the next point is that the conditions God insists on are really important. In fact, I was struck by them as I was looking at it the other day. People sometimes expect that God will keep His promises of blessing while they apply their own slant and agenda. It is not for mankind to decide God's parameters. It's solidly God's right because He is infinitely wise, loving, and good. And then the third one is that when a person has no intention of cooperating, they often end up angry at God for not doing what they wanted Him to do with their agenda in place rather than His. So, Those three points again, the message of 2 Chronicles 7.14. First, is the promises given for God's children. Next, God has conditions that he insists upon. And then third, when a person has no intention of cooperating, they have their own agenda in place instead of God's agenda. So what are the conditions that God insists upon? There are four of them. The first condition God insists on is that we humble ourselves. The second one is that we pray. The third is that we seek His face. And the fourth is that we turn from any wicked ways. So, we're going to look at each one of those conditions. Since they're important enough for God to put them in place on His promise, they're important enough for us to take a little look at. The first one says humble yourself. Before you can connect with God, you must have a sincere and repentant heart. This only comes from humbling yourself, acknowledging God is holy and perfect, and you are not. God doesn't need you or me. He wants you. On the other hand, you need God and must decide if you truly want God him more than anything else in life so the first condition is humble yourself the second one that was given in that passage is to pray when you pray if you are praying sincerely you properly align yourself with god from your heart a humble prayer means you automatically acknowledge his greatness love mercy and grace These are incredible gifts. Alignment means lining up with God in right relationship and perspective. Misalignment means out of sync, at odds, and it also means that there are resulting consequences. Praying is a privilege, especially to talk to the greatest person that exists. It's nothing short of a miracle. You can enter His holy presence only because of the blood of Jesus over you. You can pray anytime, any day, about anything. So the second point from that passage in Second Chronicles is to pray. The third one is to seek His face. Wow, it's an incredible privilege to know God. The term face-to-face implies close relationship. When people look directly into one another's face without fear, pride, or deception, it represents intimacy and trust. You can proactively look into God's face by faith and not die. Friendship with God has quite a vast, dependable root system underneath it. And then the fourth condition that God has put into place is to turn from wicked ways. The critical requirement to receive a promise, an intervention, or a provision from God is turning from wicked ways. So, there is a catch. God has conditions to His grace. We've already seen three of them. Humble yourself, pray, seek His face. And now the big one, turn from wicked ways. That means deliberate change. Well, where is God in all of this? God is exceptionally understanding. He is your biggest cheerleader through steps of change. He coaches you as you train in righteousness, and God's Spirit transforms you. You do your part out of gratitude, and God does His part out of grace. You can't partner with God if you haven't turned from wicked ways, from unhealthy habits and patterns—the putting off of things that shouldn't be there—and then, of course, in their place to establish new, godly habits and patterns. That's the putting on. He's poised to fly into action when you simply lean His direction, with the previous four heart conditions—humility, prayer, seeking His face, and turning from wicked ways. So, yes, God will hear from heaven, He will forgive, and He will heal your heart. But still, we started talking about roots that are under things, under life. This is how life is when things get tough— at first glance, you see a rough scenario or a rugged difficulty, a suffering, hardship, or a struggle. But when you pick up glasses of faith and put them on, you begin to see more. As your heart focuses on God, who He is, and what He does, your gaze starts to sharpen. After obedience, you see tiny signs of what God is doing. Then, A strange comfort, unexplainable joy, and deep hope sustains your heart. Something good is growing in your life underneath as your healthy roots start to expand in Jesus through the difficulty. God's purpose for you includes encouraging your heart, reinforcing accountability, healing with His love, growing your understanding. And then there's realizing the mystery in everything that happens for a child of God. There's miracle involved in our daily lives. Let's talk about that mystery, the mystery of roots up. So what is it? What is the mystery when your roots are strongly attached to faith in God? Well, we're going to put it real simple— it's Jesus. But what exactly does that mean? Here are some points that explain how awesome it is that Jesus is the mystery that strongly attaches our faith to God and gives us some roots. First of all, Revelation 21.5 says that He is making all things new. He promised. Another point is that He has endless creative methods to accomplish absolutely anything. Nothing can stop him. And then there's this one, leaning into God. It increases wisdom and discernment. Do you ever lack wisdom? Remember what it says in James chapter 1? Do you ever wish you had more discernment? Ask God. He gives. The next point is that faith is rewarded. Just believe and move forward. And then hope is fulfilled. Do you ever feel like you live for long periods of time and you kind of sidestep hope? Hope is centered in Jesus. So if we put Jesus in the central place, we reconnect with hope again. And then finally, joy increases. All because of Jesus. Quick review of that list. He's making all things new. He has endless creative ways of accomplishing anything. Leaning into God increases wisdom and discernment. Faith is rewarded, hope is fulfilled, and joy increases. Jesus creates amazing options you didn't notice before you put your glasses on. As you trust and obey, you see Christ's character forming in you pushing through the soil of your life from your roots up. Your perspective changes along with the landscape as things grow. The mystery of God's Son is forming in you. Treasures of His wisdom and knowledge are becoming your harvest. The root system under you is expanding powerfully into strength and support. I think we should spend a few minutes looking at simple faith, because some people at this point might say, well, I can't do all that. It just doesn't work for me. Well, okay, so simple faith. Think back to the day and the circumstances when you received Jesus as your Savior. Bottom line, you realized that you were a sinner and needed a Savior. You trusted Him for His incredible gift of salvation and forgiveness of sins. Simple faith. Done deal. Simple faith made you a child of God. You became holy through Christ's work on the cross. That's a big thing, growing up from a tiny seed of simple faith. Well, here is a practical takeaway. In the same simple faith you believed for salvation, you live your daily life over top of your root system. Simple faith... Feeds a healthy root system in every detail, in big issues, in looming unknowns, in everything that enters your life. God works all things together for your good as you love, trust, and obey Him. He keeps all His promises. He holds you steady. He gives wisdom. He stays with you. And He works miracles. Done deal. God's enemy, who is also your enemy, uses anything he can to pull you away from this simple faith and obedience. He's a trickster, a deceiver, a liar. Under his terrible influence, your root system will become unhealthy. Though they may sound reasonable, the enemy's influences are hollow and deceptive. Here are some application questions and thoughts. When you do the following things, you will develop a healthy root system. Number 1. Express your need for God in every detail of each day. 2. Tell Him you love Him back and trust Him. 3. Thank Him for your blessings. A grateful heart keeps you from sin. 4. Remember, Jesus wants you to succeed. He is invested in you. Five, stay close to Jesus. He's your safe place, your dear friend, and he's your defense. And then number six, depend on God to give you a powerful life story as you remain surrendered and dependent on Christ. Here are a couple of questions for you to ponder and to take forward. Why not build from the roots up in Christ in all things that follow salvation all the daily details? Why not let your life story, your life epistle, reflect Jesus' love for you and His unstoppable power? Why not? And then why not engage simple faith? and obedience. After all, you can do this. Partner with God. I also want to invite you to enjoy some articles and or podcasts if you like to listen from our recent faith series. It's filled with lots of encouragement, help, and hope for daily issues. The first of the series is Ever Run Out of Heroes? Number two is Faith Jump? Episode three is Fresh Faith For You. Number four, Grow Up In Faith, Four Tips. And number five, Faith and Family. The sixth episode is Who Can You Trust These Days? And number seven is a true story of faith, of people who are alive right now. Do visit our website for devotional materials, articles, podcasts, and resources to help you grow your faith in God. Pursue noble character and have an alive and active life. You've been listening to Brenda Wolf with Alive and Active Life. Visit our website at www.aliveandactivelife.org your web-based home for resources, including books and eBooks, libraries of articles, podcasts, shareable images, and more, as you navigate life's challenges and issues. Sign up on our email list to stay current with the tools you need to be the person God designed, living an alive and active life.